0: Thanks so much for being with us again for the Twins Wrap. Derek Hanson with you along with Dick Bramer, the television voice of the Minnesota Twins, brought to you by Jefferson Lines. And I don't know what more to say, Dick, other than 11 and a half games ahead of Cleveland and Chicago in the American League Central in the first week of June. Can you add to that? I mean, this is just euphoric right now.
1: Well, it is, and it should be, and there is more reason for optimism when you step back and look and see how they've built this big lead. There was never a time when the Indians lost seven and the Twins won seven. I mean, it has been a steady, methodical increase of the lead throughout the first, you know, couple months of the season. So therein, uh, I think, lies even more promise for Twins fans that this hasn't been, well, yeah, there was one or two weeks in there that built the lead. It's It's been steady and it's been constant. Cleveland now to, to continue that pattern and actually increase the lead in this three-game
0: series. Yeah, that's true. I mean, ju- Just to think that, and depending upon what happens with the White Sox too, but they really could put things away pretty soon. It's it's just hard to think.
1: Well, and Cleveland really needs to be concerned. Not only do they have uh, you know a huge gap to catch, try to close with the Twins, but if they're not careful the White Sox, who everyone knew would be a coming team, a developing team, and a team much like the Twins from the bottom of the- maybe ahead of schedule a little bit. They just took three out of four from the Indians. And, you know, the sense right now is that the Twins are soaring, the White Sox are climbing, and the Indians are crumbling. And they, the Indians have to change uh, the pattern here very, very quickly or it's going to be a lost season
0: for them. I like what you said earlier. You kind of hinted to the fact that, you know, this uh, team, and, and I think for the uh, glasses half-empty Minnesota sports fan, they just can't get used to it because usually say, well, who they played, all that. But you can't say that with the Twins. <laughs> They defeated the Tampa Bay Rays, who are a very good team. They took a series from Houston. When they played everyone in front of them, that Major League Baseball is scheduled and they've either beat them by a lot if it's a bad team or they're really taking it and winning games against very good teams, too. Well, I mean, I
1: think the four-game series in St. Petersburg hopefully quieted uh, those uh, murmurs because uh, you know the Rays were playing really good baseball. They had, a, what, a five-game win and they won the first game and it looked like they were ready to take off. They were just a half game behind the Yankees and if things had broken right for them they could have been uh, leading the toughest division in baseball but the Twins came back and won the last three games. Did so for the most part convincingly. The weird part of the schedule isn't that the Twins you know have played uh, so many inferior teams because I, I don't know that there are that many really good teams out there. The Twins won the season series with Houston. They've got the lead on the Rays right now, but you know, the, the weird part of the schedule is the Twins have played so few games within their division. As big as the spread is, Derek, it could be much bigger if the Twins had played the bulk of their schedule within the division. As it is, they've only played 14 games within the American League Central. Well, some teams
0: like Texas they play 35 games that division. Yeah, that is amazing. I, I point that out to a lot of fans that don't realize that too. That is a very good point. The Twins wrap with Dick Bramer here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. I'm Derek Hanson. It's brought to you by Jefferson Lines. You mentioned as far as maybe getting a little bit of a, a spread between Cleveland even more in the American League Central, and it kind of starts tonight with uh, a guy who I think a lot of people were really surprised about how well he pitched last week against the Brewers, and that's Smelzer. And so the second. Time around more video on him, but you know, kicking off a crucial series. This should be pretty interesting for the young man.
1: Well, I tell you what, uh, that night he pitched uh, the other night at the uh, at Target Field uh, was one of the most enjoyable nights uh, at Target Field ever, in my opinion. The, the the young man's got an incredible backstory beating childhood cancer, you know. Started the year at double-A, dominated there, went to triple-A, just had a handful of starts there and dominated. And the Twins said, well, let's see if this stuff plays up here. And boy, did it ever play. Just a remarkable story. And so, yeah, we're all interested to to see how he fares. Now, typically, the Indians, as much as they've struggled generally, they've really been handcuffed by left-hand pitching. So it'll be interesting to see how the Twins do in this series with the rookie Smelter and then the veteran Martin Perez going tomorrow night.
0: You have the pleasure of working a lot of you know former baseball greats, and you know Jack Morris, known for his emotion on the field, and boy, you got to see the uh, the softer side to the uh, tough exterior that is Jack Morris. T- talking about the story of Smelter too.
1: Well, he's got uh, the he's projected the image of having a very thick crust, but those of us who have been around Jack know how emotional uh, he can be, and he had a very difficult time uh, expressing his, himself regarding you know the. Melcher's story and and completing his thoughts without uh, weeping and uh, give you an idea, A, how significant the story is. I mean, this young man is already, he's 23 years old and he's already overcome so much. And then it also tells you uh, a little bit about Jack Morris and how, you know, what a soft touch he can be. It was one of the reasons why, as I said, one of the more special
0: broadcasts I've ever been a part of. Yeah, no question. That was just a great television moment, that's for sure. It got me choked up as well. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about you know this past week and show the, about this Twins team. You know, the bullpen gets beat up a little bit on Sunday and then Scope goes and hits a home run and, and extends the lead again. And of course, the, the rumors always go about, are they going to go and get Kimbrel, and are they going to make a move for more bullpen help? I mean, is it that broken right now or is it just everyone wants to keep on improving on what has just been a great start so far and they don't want to See any kinks in the armor.
1: Well, the wonderful state of affairs for the Twins is they, uh, if if you're Derek Falvey or Thad Levy, you have the luxury now of imagining your team in the playoffs and making moves from now to the end of July to build your team for October. Now, that can all change in a week. You know, if the Twins stumble, if the Indians catch fire, well then the gap gets tighter and then you then you, you need to focus on you know just trying to get to the playoffs. Well right now you're leading by eleven and a half. half. You, you're clearly to this point the superior team in the division to the other four. Okay, so if you're in the playoffs, now you need to shift focus a little bit, at least think about all right, what moves can we make? Else might be in the playoff field, and that's where Keuchel uh, comes in. If they feel they need some help in the starting rotation, you know, then then Kimbrel and Keuchel are there. I don't think we'll see the Twins make any moves for position players because I think, uh, at least I believe that. Uh, to get Nelson Cruz on the roster for this series, they sent Luis Arias down to Rochester. They've got a major league ready infielder waiting right there. If somebody gets hurt, somebody struggles, whatever, they've got Arias that they can call up, and he looks like he'd fit in perfectly up here. They have a major league ready outfielder in Jake Cave, who I think won the International League Player of the Week last week, as his batters starting to heat up. He's in Rochester. He proved last year that he can fit in well here. So if the Twins make any moves between now and the end of July, I think we'll look for them in in the pitching side of things.
0: Well, it certainly can make it a little tougher to smelter pitch as well tonight, so hopefully we can see that too. Yeah, then
1: they've got to find room for Pineda when he comes out the the list. And and so, um, you know, the guy that really I think most people think would fit in nicely is Kimbrell because he is an established closer, and yeah, Blake Parker's closed some games, Taylor Rogers has closed some games, but if you have some key series in the balance of the regular season, and then hopefully into October, you're going to want somebody who's... Gotten the saves when everybody's been watching, and Kimbrell fits the bill
0: perfectly for that. Yeah, no doubt. Well, having Rogers maybe set up Kimbrell wouldn't be the worst thing in the world either. We've seen that many no, times. Oh no, that'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's for sure. Well, it should be a fun one tonight. And as you mentioned, the Twins could really, you know, really gain some steam in the American League Central if they can take care of Cleveland. Enjoy the broadcast tonight. We'll talk to you very soon. You got it, Jared. Dick Bramer with us, television voice of the Minnesota Twins for the Twins. We're up Derek Hanson, with you, brought to you by Jefferson Lines, your number one bus experience for over 100 years serving North Dakota and cities throughout the Midwest. We'll be back to wrap up the Drive Time News Hour. Twins Baseball 530, coming up here on the Mighty 790 KFGO.